Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash geekcastradio. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Beyond good. Beyond evil. Beyond your wildest imagination. Half the forest is gone. <laughs> Their land has been developed. These humans don't want us around. Run! Their survival is at stake. What do we do for food? That's easy. I know where the food is. Right over that oh. hedge. And the most important decision they'll have to make... We want nothing to do with anything that's over that hedge. ...is who to follow. The eyes have it. Let's ride. Welcome to paradise. So he can do a couple of tricks, not like he can walk on water. Hey, everybody! Bruce Willis. That is an SUV. It's so big. How many humans fit in there? Usually, one. Gary Shandling. Hey there, little fella. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Liking that a lot. <laughs> Done. Steve Carell. I am a crazy rabbit squirrel. <laughs> Behind you. William Shatner. Brain possum is what we do. Rosebud. Can I poke him? No. And Wanda Sykes. Ironhole. Skunk. Thank you, Stella. Oh, I can clear a room. This summer. Want me to show you what I do with my nuts? Very tempting, Hammy. Very tempting. From DreamWorks, the creators of Shrek and Madagascar. I'm putting my foot down. No. Oh boy. Over the hedge. You're the devil. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of Tooncast Beyond, brought to you by the Geekcast Radio Network and Audible.com. I am your host, Steve Drew and Mike, and joining me once again is Steve Megatron. Hello. Hello. And today we are going to be jumping over the hedge. Whose hedge? Uh, I don't know whose hedge. Uh, to uh, to set the stage here for Over the Hedge, which is a 2006 computer animated family action comedy film based on the characters from United Media comic strip of the same name, directed by Tim Johnson and Kerry Kirkpatrick, and produced by Bonnie Arnold. It was released uh, in the United States on May 19, 2006. 
film was produced by DreamWorks Animation and distributed through Paramount Pictures. The film features the voices of Bruce Willis, Avril Lavigne, Gary Shandling, Steve Carell, William Shatner, Wanda Sykes, and Nick Nolte. Over the Hedge is the first DreamWorks animation movie to be distributed by Paramount Pictures. Did you? When, when did you first see this one? Um, I saw it around the time it came out. Actually, I think I did see it in theater. I know I did not see this in theater. I didn't pay, so I didn't see it. Uh, somebody else paid. I just I yeah. went along. We know. But we know. <laughs> so that was a long time ago, dude. Right. Um, I think it was the alarms that paid, but um, this movie was actually pretty funny. I found myself enjoying this, especially because of the the voice cast. Yeah. So, and no, Steve Carell's not like incredibly stupid in this movie or boring or whatever, but. He wasn't like, get smart in every other film he's ever Yeah, done. he plays a psychotic squirrel <laughs> that <laughs> lost his nuts. I wanna see. And they they give him an energy drink at one point and he uh he's faster than the flash. He makes everyone seem like they're in slow motion. Oh my god. It, it was I... and they they did this whole scene where everybody else is like barely moving and he's just like Meow. I want to see this um, this deranged squirrel go up against Twitchy on coffee Twitchy from uh, Hoodwinked because oh my god that would be so funny to see the two of them go at it on, like, on, like, like, that, like a downhill race or something that would be so hilarious um, I did not see this movie in theaters I did not see this movie until about um, a week or so ago wow <laughs> Wait, wait, wait to jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> uh, I caught it. It was on. Uh, it was on Cartoon Network, um, and uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, Before you fell asleep, huh? What? Shut up! I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I don't remember much. Yes, that's right. I'm an old man. Damn it! Um, but no. Um, yes, I did. Uh, I will admit, since you know Steve throws me under the bus as usual. Hey, you throw me under the bus all the time. You buried me in the backyard. Party <laughs> trucker. Um, uh, <laughs> but yes, I uh, I made it through about forty five minutes into this movie. <laughs> I fell asleep. Uh, it wasn't because of the movie. It was because I was tired. Uh, what I did see of the movie, I really did like. Um, it was very very cool. Uh, you know, having gone back and found it online and stuff like that, and having rewatched it since then, um, I do like it. It's got a very good plot. It's got an amazing voice cast. Um, it's got actors in it that, to me, seem like they could be not full time voice actors, but, you know, it's more people that I can see their voices as animated characters versus what happened a couple weeks ago under the sea with Shark Tale. Um, yeah. I, I, j- I just can't see Will Smith as a fish. Um, but no, the voice cast includes, as I said before, Bruce Willis, Gary Shanley, and all them. Um, I think the voice cast for this one was, was pretty damn cool. It's cool because just seeing the different animals that they are, like you said before, uh, Steve Carell, who has... Every time I see 
one of his movies, he seems to be playing a deranged character. And having him as a deranged squirrel kind of makes sense. Oh, it fit perfectly. Yeah. Um, but no, the voice cast is amazing. I absolutely love the voice cast. Uh, what? Any thoughts on the voice cast for this one? Um, I... I, well, I really loved the the voice cast for this film. They were uh, not only action stars like Bruce mm-hmm. Willis. Uh, I mean, and you had other other people, but I mean, there were a lot of well knowns in here. I mean, you had Wanda Sykes, you had Catherine O'Hara, Eugene Levy, Nick Nolte, Shatner, you know, Willis, obviously, you know, Carell and a bunch of other people. But you have all these famous people in here playing these parts, and they they fit their roles to a T. Oh, yeah. And I I just, you know, even as far as the, you know, exterminator, you know, Thomas in church playing that, the, the nonchalant, well, we'll get him, you know, kind of guy. So, I mean, it was just the way that everybody uh, was portrayed in this film was great. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, the overall plot here is um, after RJ, a starving raccoon, fails to get snacks from a vending machine, he becomes so desperate that he tries to raid a large food cache belonging to Vincent, a hibernating black bear. However, while trying to finish by stealing a can of Spuddle, Spuddy's uh, potato chips, he wakes Vincent and loses both the food and the red wagon that it is on when the truck runs, runs it over. Hastily, he promises to replace everything by the time Vincent reawakens in a week. Uh, meanwhile, a group of forest animals led by Vern, uh, the box turtle, emerge from hibernation to find their food cache is nearly empty. They begin foraging, but find uh, a large hedge blocking their way. Vern investigates, discovering a human residential community which confuses and frightens him. RJ, who sees the entire commotion, convinces the other animals it's easier to raid the humans' garbage for food rather than forage for it. And they manage to get enough food to keep them from starving. Um, that's the general plot. And just to kind of close it out. Um, back at the forest, Vern tells RJ that, he, that if he'd explained what was he was trying to do in the first place, the others would have helped because that's what families do. And welcomes him back to the family. The animals also find that while Hammy was in his caffeine-charged state, he had refilled their food cache with nuts and sa- to satisfy them for the year. In a post-credit scene, the animals go to the vending machine scene in the beginning of the film, and cause every product to fall to the access bin. However, the amount of snacks prevents the access door from opening, prompting Hemi to remark that this is kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> uh, I didn't see that part. It's a, it's a apparently it's a post-credit scene, so I guess um. I guess DreamWorks is the ones that really kind of started, you know, the whole, I mean, Marvel kind of really did with their uh, live action stuff, but DreamWorks was doing post-credit scenes as well. So. Well, uh, Disney actually started a lot of it. Pirates. Yeah, I guess. Um, but no, Over the Hedge, I, I really enjoyed it for, you know, for the 45 minutes of the film that I did see. I thought it was great. Um, <laughs> uh, as far as the box office, the film was screened out of competition at the 2006 Cannes Film Festival. On opening weekend, the film was in second place to the uh, Da Vinci Code, uh, but its gross of $38 million 
457,000 did not quite live up to DreamWorks Animation's other titles released over the past few years. The film had a per theater average of $9,474 from 4,059 theaters. In its second weekend, the film dropped 30% to $27 million uh, for 6,612 average from expanded 4,093 theaters. Uh, finishing third behind X. Oh God! It finished third behind X Men: The Last Stand. Wow! <laughs> and The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Since it was Memorial Day weekend, the film grossed a total of thirty-five million three hundred twenty-two thousand change over the four-day weekend, resulting in only an eight percent slide. Uh, you know, hey. Um, it will. Oh wow! Wait a second. Uh, let's see. The film closed on September 4,006 after 112 days of release, grossing $155 million uh, domestically along with $180 million overseas for a worldwide total of $336 million. So, um, for a film that was produced on an $80 million budget, $336 million, yeah, it was a commercial success, I would say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as some critical response, uh, critical reaction was mostly positive with the film being rated 74% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, let's see if uh, Over the Hedges, let's see. Is, uh, uh, I'm trying to see if Roger Ebert has anything to say about it. I'm not seeing his name on here, so that's good. Um, yeah, overall, people really love this film. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um I know you enjoyed it. I would probably give this one a th- low three, high four. Um, as far as the rating goes, you know, if it is on Netflix, check it out. I don't know if it is. I don't know if any DreamWorks films are on Netflix. Um, I don't think any of them are at this point. I don't see why not. I mean, they can make that deal. It would still get them a lot of money. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not getting into the Netflix debate. Yeah. What about you, uh, rating? Uh, I'd give it a, a low four. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. Um, uh, let's see. A short film titled Hemi's Boomerang Adventure was released with the DVD. Over the Hedge was released on DVD in October 2017, 2006. Uh, it was... The first DreamWorks animation movie not to be released on VHS. Well, of course, by 2006, VHS was on either already dead or on its way out. Pretty much. Anybody that owned a VHS at that time was kind of a loser. <laughs> so that entire closet of uh, VHS tapes you have. Yes, we're talking about you. I didn't own any VHSs in 2006. I didn't either. I sold them all before that to coworkers. Right. Sure you did. I, um, I have a DVD collection of 1,400 strong. <laughs> I'll say you. Uh, I say we go to commercial break. Alrighty then. You asshat. Kid? Yes. Shut up. Beyond the Night is the GCRN's latest review podcast. We are covering everything in the Knight Rider television universe. From the classic 80s TV series to the 1991 reunion film, 
Team Knight Rider, and the 2008 relaunch series as well. So join TFG and Mike and Dion the Music Man as they go in-depth in Beyond the Night only on GeekCast Radio Network. You can find Beyond the Night in iTunes and on www.geekcastradio.com. Yes, Michael. Just keep driving. Is this thing on? Oh, goody. Why, hello there. It's your devil Uncle Joker here. I bet you're asking yourself, what could I be possibly doing here of all places? Well, I'm laughing at the fact that this new podcast presented by Geekcast Radio is called Legends of the Dark Knight. Who the heck knew the bat was so popular? Ugh. Join Steve, Mike, and sometimes Tara for reviews on the greatest DC animated universe cartoon to ever meet Gotham City. So join moi for the talk of the town, or I'll send Captain Clown after you. He gets mighty angry when he doesn't get to have his garbage skull. So put on a nice big smile and join us for the next GeekCast Radio Network podcast, Legends of the Dark Knight. Hey, Chuck. Hey, what's up, Ryan? You know how we talked about doing a podcast? Well, I have some ideas run past you. Yeah, what do you got? I thought we should base it on comics. Well, there's thousands of podcasts about comics. You kind of want to narrow it down a bit. Well, what about Star Wars? Still, there's a ton of those out there. What else you got? We could always do G.I. Joe comics. There's still a ton of those out there. What about the 80s franchises? There's already a few of those as well. Then let's forget about comics. Let's focus on toys and action figures. Dude, then we're back to thousands of podcasts. Well, is anyone covering all those things I mentioned in one podcast? No one would be crazy enough to do that. Then that's what we'll do. Are you serious? Yep. Come and listen to Star Joe's podcast. You can find us at StarJoe's.com or find us on iTunes. Yeah, we cover comics, t- TV shows, and movies based on Star Wars, G.I. Joe, and all your 80s favorite franchises. And don't forget about the toys. Uh, how can we forget about the toys? We also do tour reviews to help you decide what to add to your collection. So come listen to Star Joe's, where we hold nothing back, provide quality entertainment, and remember, the Force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Yo, Joe! Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Mike. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one and longest-running G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? It's Joe news, reviews, and interviews like you've never heard them before, delivered right to your MP3 player. Our guests include Jason Marsden, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Matt Yang King from G.I. Joe Renegades, Larry Hama, Robert Atkins, and John Barber from IDW Publishing, and many more from around the online Joe community. Yeah, it's guys talking about Joe. Think of it as Joe talk meets sports talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right, and we pay again. Come on, Chuck. We're just kidding, kinda. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. Right, and we... Okay, seriously, this is just getting ridiculous now. It's What's on Joe Mind, every week on the GeekCast Radio Network, InsidePulse.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. I suppose I still can't say something about Transformers, can I? Good No. What about sports? That sounds good. Yeah, that's alright. You can now hear the Geekcast Radio Network while on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile app available for your smartphone. And when you download Stitcher to hear Geekcast Radio, you'll have a chance to win money. 
Downloading is quick and easy. Just find Stitcher in the App Store. During registration, hit the promo code box and enter Geekcast Radio, all one word, to get automatically entered to win $100. The latest episodes of the shows will be waiting for you and your favorites. You'll get access to lots of other amazing shows, too. Always available to you on demand. No syncing. It's Stitcher Smart Radio. Don't forget to enter promo code Keycast Radio when you register. For you, the listeners of Tooncast Beyond, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Use audibletrial.com slash geekcastradio. Uh, final thoughts on Over the Hedge? Uh, I would definitely recommend seeing this movie. It's uh, really funny. It's a good kids film, and it's got adult humor in it as well. So, so uh, I, I would definitely say that you have to see this. Yeah, and I and, and I agree. It, you know, from what I did see of it, you know, um, I did really enjoy it. I do want to go back and actually revisit it. Um, and I think it's a decent plot. I mean, it's essentially one woodland animal who screwed up and has to, you know, repent. Yeah, essentially. Yes, he has to, he has to get friends. Yes. <laughs> Is there a raccoon book or something? <laughs> <laughs> It's a bad Facebook joke. Um, <laughs> oh, good Lord. Thank you for joining us here on TuneCast Beyond. There's always get in contact with us to leave feedback for the show. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com. You can comment on each and every post. Send us email, feedback at geekcastradio.com. Leave the show's feedback in iTunes. Please do this. Follow us on Twitter. The show name there is Tooncast Beyond. And of course, you can also follow the uh, network Twitter at Geekcast Radio for all the updates. Uh, mine is TFG and Mike. What is your Twitter? SCP21. Become a fan on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash Geekcast Radio Network. Call the voicemail line. Tell us to show you the message for and your name. 502 526 5821. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tooncast Beyond. I wish you'll join us next time when we're continuing on in the season of DreamWorks with Kung Fu Panda. Hong Kong Fui. No. Hong Kong Fui would kick Kung Fu Panda's ass. Exactly. For now, I am TFU and Mike with Steve Megatron Phillips. Tune in next week. (laughs) 